Microphone check, one, two, one, two. Yes, indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, you know what it is. Black Broadway presents The Core Report. We are back. Another day. Yo, we ending the week now, man. Like I said, I'm not going through weekends with The Core Report. The Core Report is strictly a Monday through Friday product. You know what I'm saying? On the weekends, I'm going to study. I'm going to chill with the family. I'm going to eat good. I'm going to, you know, just big up my mind. Get myself together, man. Hey, my man Young B's in the building. And we just getting started, man. Shout out to everybody that's been checking us out on Instagram Live. All the people that have been new subscribers and old subscribers who started getting the notifications again. Yes, Black Broadway is back. Tune in to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere you streaming your content. We are out there. We live. You can hit us up on um, email. You can hit me at blackbroadway at gmail.com. Or you can hit me in DMs and Instagram. Black Broadway. All day, every day. Like I said, you know what it is? We do the news here. This is the news program. Live at 5. Getting Friday set off. You know what I'm saying? So we do our headlines first. And then after we do our headlines, we have our portion of the show where everybody come in, man. Anybody that's on this live, anybody that's rocking with me, you can come on in, drop your two cents. My man Smith yesterday, man, dropping gems about real estate acquisition and just having the right mindset, moving into that. Hey, my man Boss out there in the field, I'm sure he'll be checking in later. Slats, we're checking all the way in from Deep Creek, Maryland. Man, it's sweet, man. We are really, really rocking right now. The podcast community is growing. I'm happy, man. So, like I said, without further ado, let's go ahead and hop right into these headlines, man, and get this thing cracking, man. First and foremost, you know, it's, first of all, it's Free Will and Friday. So, we're going to let this thing fly. We're going to let it go. We're going to talk about everything today. You know what I'm saying? Usually, I have a little bit of a topic for the second half. Today, we're letting it fly. We're letting it rock because we got too much shit to talk about. It's crazy. So, First and foremost, let's start with the city where we're from, the city where we live, the city where we function. Washington, D.C., man. So, according to uh, the mayor and, you know, her public health uh, staff or whatever, D.C. is experiencing a 12-day decline in coronavirus uh, infections, not deaths, uh, and and reported infections and reported cases of coronavirus. 12-day decline. So, that means that she's thinking about opening up the economy a little bit earlier than they had originally thought. She said it was going to be June 8th. They talking about May 29th now. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's all a lot of cap because then it's like phase one and then, you know, nothing can open in phase one. We're just in phase one. And then phase two and who knows what the fuck's going to happen in phase two. Then phase three places can open with... 50% capacity, and then phase four, I guess, we're all the way open. It all sounds stupid to me because until we have a vaccine, until we really have a cure for this thing, we ain't open. Because I don't know a whole bunch of people that's jumping at the bit to, you know, take chances with their life right now. I take that back. I do know a whole bunch of people, but fuck that. They're not doing the right thing. <laughs> yeah, for real, man. You got to think a little bit smarter, man. Take your time. I don't want to rush back out into the streets and catch COVID. And I don't think anybody else should be that determined to do that as well. You know what I'm saying? Let's just take our time. Let's walk on through this, man. However, even though they haven't COVID, even though, you know, I don't know if the vaccine is on the way. It's funny. That's another headline that I got for you later about how the vaccines are working and how that whole entire thing is going right now. There's some interesting developments, yo. But also within D.C., they have said, even though, you know, everything's closed, they still going to have summer camp, summer school, and most importantly, summer jobs 
All of that is supposed to be virtual this year. All of that is supposed to be happening online. Summer camp, summer school, summer jobs. I have no idea how they're going to pull that off. But they say it's 10,000 summer jobs that they have for the youth. And if you from the era that I'm from, yo, I got my first job definitely courtesy of the summer jobs program. So you already know this is how it's a very important thing to D.C. youth in the summertime. So, I mean... I have no idea how they're going to pull that off, but hey, good luck. You know what I'm saying? Shit is out of control. Like I said, until we got a vaccine, it's it's kind of just like putting Band-Aids on a big old gash. But, you know, we'll figure out how it's going to work out. And I know, I hope that kids can have some semblance of like a normal summer this year, man. Another huge, huge headline that just took off today, which is something that I, I feel like we need to spend a little time on here on the podcast today. Joe Biden decided to hit the breakfast club today and say the quiet part out loud. That really happened, you know what I'm saying? Joe Biden hit the breakfast club today and basically said, and I'm paraphrasing, he said, yo, if you black and you thinking about whether or not you going to vote for me or vote for Trump, you ain't black. Paraphrasing. And the last part is a pretty much of a quote. You ain't black. Who, who is Joe Biden to tell anybody how black they are, how black they not. Sounds ridiculous to me. The whole entire thing about the Democratic Party taking the African-American vote for grant, granted, is a real thing. And when you're not sensitive to that in an election year that's as volatile as this one, that shit's going to cost you, buddy. And not to say, you know, I already went through my conspiracy theory. It ain't, it ain't going to be no election. It ain't going to be any Democratic change of power in my opinion, that's not how it's going to happen. However, politics is a, a engine. It's an industry that feeds a lot of people. So we're going to keep politics going regardless of the charges. So now Joe Biden's out here making speeches. I mean, I suppose we're going to have debates soon and all type of bullshit, all type of unnecessary shit, especially when we have a global pandemic on our hands that the people who are you know, formulating the best way to get a candidate elected. Maybe you could think about the best way to, you know, spread the message of social distancing or responsible, you know, health care or try to get people into PPE or try to lobby some companies to make some extra PPE. I don't know. That's just me talking. But like I said, Joe Biden basically said the loud part out loud, the, pardon me, the quiet part out loud by really suggesting that there is no other alternative for black folks. So, yo, if you're listening to this, if you want to get in on this live right now, man, hit me up through any communication device that you got and let me know what you really think about that. Do we really have no choice but to vote for the Democratic Party? This whole lesser of two evils philosophy that a lot of us hold really, really dear. I mean, is it really the lesser of two evils, you know what I'm saying? Let me know because I have always been of the opinion that it's not really a lesser of two evils kind of thing because how can you choose which murderer is worse than the other murderer? They they both kill. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, and they're both, the final result of both of their actions is death. So it's no need, in my opinion, to like try to, you know, try to quantify the other by saying how bad that the other is. That's, you know what I'm saying? That's like picking straws. That's splitting hairs. You know what I'm saying? And we don't have a reasonable alternative 
in the United States of America. There is no real third party. There is no alternative. Either the Democratic nominee is going to win or the Republican nominee is going to win. The Republican nominee is the incumbent president, and the Democratic nominee has already been decided before we even had a convention. They cut off several primaries. We're not having those no more. That's over. So at the end of the day, I mean, the decision kind of has already been made for you. You know what I'm saying? You could either have peanut butter or jelly. You know what I'm saying? That's it. Like, there are no, there's no apple butter. There's no great, there's no strawberry jelly. <laughs> this is it. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you want to do, this is, these are your options. And I feel like when they go on these shows like Breakfast Club, I mean, God knows, I never want to be Charlemagne. You know what I'm saying? They're pandering. Like, I would hate to be in a chair and not be able to tell Joe Biden exactly what I think about the false choices that I've been presented with when it comes to presidential politics. Like, get the fuck out of here. Dog, you're not my candidate. I would not want to be on a, on a program and be like, yeah, Joe, I'm, I'm great. Tell me why I should vote for you. Tell me why I should get all the people that listen to me and all the people that are influenced by my program on your page. No, that's not how this thing works, man. Like, they give you real false choices, and then you have to, you know, say, hey, okay, maybe this is, maybe this is good for me. When you knew all along it wasn't good for you. How many of y'all didn't want to vote for Joe Biden in the primary? I know a lot of y'all did. Man, big shout-out to my man Legal J, Captain Lit in the building, man. Shout-out to everybody checking in on the podcast this week. Man, we only getting bigger from here, but we asking the important questions, man. All of y'all, I know everybody didn't wake up. When the, you know, candidates were announced and say, all right, yeah, this is Joe Biden's year. We really want Joe Biden here. No, that's not the case. We were just like, somebody has to be Trump. And I think that we've already been diluted to that from several elections. Like, it's always an adversarial thing. It's always a thing like, whoever the person is in the office, we just got to get him out of there. And it's the same on the left and the right. You know what I'm saying? So none of this is new. None of this is like a revolutionary thing. And for Joe Biden to go on Charlemagne's show and really just say it, like blatantly, uh, it's a lot of disrespect, man. I don't know. You guys might want to throw away your Democrat cards, man. Like, just relax a little bit. Just be citizens. How about that? Because the Asian population, just for an example, the Asian population, they don't throw their support as a monolith, as a community behind any particular candidate or particular party. They do what benefits them when it benefits them. And that's how you do it. Hey, JB, Joe Biden said if you don't vote for him, just to recap before I slide off of this topic, Joe Biden went on The Breakfast Club today and told Charlemagne and Envy and Angela Yee that if you are struggling between choosing between him and Donald Trump, you ain't black. Quote. You ain't black. Who does Joe Biden? Joe Biden from Delaware. When you start saying you ain't black, relax your neck, Joe. Relax your neck. I'm tired of this, man. And the pandering is just what our media outlets do. So I'm glad I'm not getting a check from no major media company because I get to say what fuck I want and that is bullshit. Like, we cannot... <laughs> exactly, JBZD's nuts, man. Fuck out of here, Joe. And we off that, man. We on to the real news that really matter to us, man. Big ups to Swiss Beats and Timberland. They giving us a two-for-one this weekend. I'm super excited about that, actually, man. Two-for-one. One time tomorrow at 8 p.m. for the Island Master. JB, you know what it is. Y'all might link up. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen. Beanie Man, Bounty Killer, tomorrow at 8 p.m. 
I've been going to dance halls my entire life, fam. If this joint starts anywhere near 8 p.m., I'm going. That's going to be the most timely Jamaican event that I've ever attended. Baby showers, dance halls, anything included. None of that shit going to start. I don't know how they're going to get Beanie and Bounty to be on time, but I'm here for it. I got splits rolled up. I'm ready. And then on Monday, they really kicking it off because uh, we went R&B smooth on them. Jagged Edge versus 112. Hey, you can't, you can't fake. Definitely, I have an opinion on this. It, it, it's, it's a polarizing thing. Yo, Jagged Edge is going to wash 112, and I rock with 112. But Jagged Edge is definitely going to wash 112 up because Jagged Edge got joints. Like, you don't even understand. Like, Jagged Edge got joints for the Jeeps. They was really there at the parties. They was through several, you know, uh, generations of hip of hip hop and R&B. You know what I'm saying? Jagged Edge was rocking with Nelly, R uh, Run DMC, fucking So So Deaf. You know what I'm saying? 112 is a, is a bad boy thing. And, I, and I'm pulling for 112. I, I rock with Slim. I love 112. 112 is like that. But Jagged Edge going to clean them up one time for the ATL, man. That's just my opinion. But I'm glad Swiss and them are doing it like this because... You know, the thing that the concept, the versus concept is really hard to pull off. And I mean, there's a question. Does, does Jagged Edge have 20 joints? Does, fellas, does Jagged Edge have 20 joints? Ladies, does Jagged Edge have 20? Does 112 have 20 joints? That's a deep, deep dig right there. I agree with you, JBs. Man, we need Jodeci. Jodeci definitely had joints, man. Like, so... I mean, no, no, we don't need Jonesy to try to sing. We just need them boys to come out and play the joints. Just push play, guys. You know what I'm saying? For real, yo. Like you said, Don, man, big shout out to my man Don C in the house, man. Jagged definitely had joints for the lovers, man. Jagged had joints for, man, when you, you messed up with your girl. Jagged had joints for when, you know, like, you was out partying. It was, it was just all types of joints, man. Listen, 112 had Cupid, and Cupid's good. Don't get me wrong, all right? So... I'm pulling for 112. It's it's kind of is a battle of the A. I forgot 112 did represent Atlanta. But to me, this is much more of a bad boy thing. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Biggie, man. Birthday was yesterday. The 112, only you remix with Biggie. Not the one with Mace, though. The one with the, the original R&B. Yeah, that joint. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yo, man, I'm pulling for these versus battles. I'm going to be tuned in on Saturday with a spliff. When I'm on versus, when versus battles is on, I like to be on Twitter. That's where all the smoke is on versus battles. Everybody's popping off and their little, you know, commentary. It's super fun. So, check for me on Twitter, at UStreetFresh on Twitter during the versus. We in there popping. Another story I love, like I said, it's Friday. It's it's Let It Fly Friday. It's Feel Good Friday. It's it's Fire It Up Friday. It's all of that. And uh, another story, like I said, made me feel good today, man. Quavo, man. Shout out to Quavo for getting his high school diploma, man. It's weird how, how people even found a, a space to hate on that. How you find space to hate on my man for getting his fucking high school diploma, bro? My man is out here living his life, doing his thing, getting his diploma, trying to be great, man. You know what I'm saying? Like... The boy dropped out of school to rap. I I take that back, though. He didn't. He probably dropped out of school because he dropped out of school. But I didn't know Quavo was 30 years old, man. Big up to Quavo for being 30 and going back to get your high school diploma, man. That's, you know, that takes some 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 real gumption. You know what I'm saying? Your girl fine. You rich. 
you got diamonds in your teeth, fuck you need a diploma for. But you do need a diploma, and I'm glad that you went out here and showed the youth of America that follow you and that love your whole deal that that shit is important, man. You know what I'm saying? I got my man B on the line with the request. Hold up, man. Let me bring my man B into the live real quick, man, because we've been reminiscing all week, and B is a big part of the whole entire Black Broadway story as it as it jumped off, man. You know what I'm saying? Like it was a it's a real big thing, man. B is a big part of it. Oh, what up, family? How you feeling, man? Pretty good, pretty good. You good, you good, you gotta speak up, man. I gotta make sure I get you on the record. I see you got the mask on. What you in the lab? Yeah, recently. Okay, oh you are you in there with the with the guy, G two Esquire? Absolutely. Okay, so you guys back back to work. I gotta introduce y'all if you on this live and you don't know, this is my man B, Brian Donis, aka Born Off Conflict Productions, the guy, man, a very uh, virtuoso with the camera, man, just natural talent and developing it, yo, like laying those bricks every day, working on it. I got a question for you. It's funny. I'm glad I got you on this live right now. I'm going to get back to the headlines, but now that I got you here, I got to ask you, yo. I've seen a lot of your photographs from around town during quarantine and during this whole shutdown, man. Like, do you feel like it's more fun? It's easier? It's more enjoyable to shoot the town without people in it? Or do you enjoy it more when it's people and it's all type of, you know, traffic and bustling? I think the Right. But now, I'm picking it. I'm picking it off. You know, I pick off. So, and do you I, miss the people, or do you really enjoy just having a chance to just shoot the the environment? Uh, I miss the people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My, I because I wasn't too much around like people. People, I, I was with my people. You know, I wasn't really too much. Absolutely. Absolutely, but it's good because you know I guess humanity as a subject is just much more interesting. Like I mean, the buildings are cool and all, and there's all this light and different angles that you could catch, but ain't nothing like catching people in action, huh? And like I mean, even with some of the shots that you that I've seen from you during quarantine, like when you see people, do you find that the energy is different? Like it's Yo, I love that picture that you did of the dude on the armored truck. That shit was hard, yo. That was that was that was tough. Yeah, my man Glenn told me that B, you gotta do a series. It's crazy because I have a couple of those. Mm-hmm. You know, more than anything, it's shouts it to my boy Tado. Go ahead, I'm with you. It is the action, you know. It is the people. It is the people in it, you know. Absolutely. No doubt. Words, like you said, I pictured it a thousand words. So I'm trying to tell people stories for them without, you know, I, my style is away from everybody, you know. Right. You know, so I'm trying to get you. True. And it's like, you think that, do you think that you are able to tell the story of the shutdown of COVID in pictures? And if you can, man, let's get up, let's get these pics. Let's do a whole photo series. I, I will definitely point people to That's it. That's my projection. That's your project right now, huh? Yeah, 
Nah, we don't try, we do. Exactly, you know. Doing that, you know, trying to really, I've been really focused with my kids right now because kids at school and have really young kids. So mm-hmm. they've been at home, so that's like being your favorite. Facts. Uh, so I've definitely been like more so about trying to plan these things out. Mm-hmm. Again, not, you know, but just really see the plan, how everything fits, you know, things with Glenn, you know, like you know, I haven't stopped, you know, I've been rocking with him for a whole I see. Yo, tell me about this project y'all got going on with the uh, Butter Me Up DC, man. Tell me a bit about that. Okay, so um, before whole COVID-19, you know, we were doing the content. We were doing it with STCG. Um, we were doing content for Half Smoke, uh, uh, bringing Omega in there. Our ecosystem essentially is at Half Smoke. COVID happened. Boom, virtual, virtual kitchen. Yeah. Right. It's looking good. I just, I've seen it, man. Hey, look, tell them, tell them, send on a sandwich or something. I might got to go pick up a sandwich. G-Buddy in the house, man. Listen, this is the crew right here, gang. If it wasn't for this, these guys right here, you wouldn't have seen none of them pictures last year, yo. 2019, straight up and down. They, they, are, they are the photographers of 2019, man, for real. They made it all happen, man. I appreciate y'all. And it's so great to see y'all rocking through the pandemic, man. It's like... It's, it's, it looks like it picked up for y'all a little bit during pandemic time. Man, you know, brother, you got a sticking roof, right? I see you. you Bob, weave, weave, Bob. <laughs> it's funny, right when it started, um, shout out to Flutie. He said something. He sent me a nice little text. He said, he's like, yo, there's still money to be made. You just got to pivot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You really got to pay attention. That's creative. Oh, well, did I lose y'all? Oh. We get the Wi-Fi, this go, those guys in the cellar, man. Those guys are working, man. You know what I'm saying? Man, I, lose them. I can't lose the gang, man. I told them I'm in my Teddy Riley bag recently off my um, my IG lives, man. Ah, oh, did I lose the gang? Oh, man. We're going to get back to the fellas, man. Send a request. Send a request back to me, man. Yo, again, once again, once again, once again, it's Black Broadway, the core report, man. Born off conflict. G2 Esquire Certified Official Productions, man. Those guys set it off in the 2019 photographically, man. Straight up. Yeah, I see the phone died. It's all good. Hit me back on the other line, man. Whoever's phone pops up, it's whatever. But again, like I said, yo, Black Broadway, we don't try. We do. You know what I mean? We do. Boom. So back in the, in the mix with the doers, you know what I'm saying? G2 Esquire, get back with me, baby. Yes, sir. All right. Yeah, nah, I was saying, bro, like, um, yeah, you got pivot. Like, I was, we was blessed to uh, get into the real estate industry, um, shooting for that industry, and, you know, they deemed it essential. You know, you got to really pay attention to what, who's still open, what's going on, you know, concerts. and Facts. You know, those uh, shoots are, are gone, but, you know, real estate's still popping. I like how you said that. Those concert shoots, those, those club shoots, all of that, that's out of the door. Now what are you doing? What are you doing? You said real estate. You're doing what else? Real estate, uh, construction industry. Construction. I talked about that on the show yesterday, man. Shit is still getting built rapidly. Restaurants. 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 Now more than ever, they need to really bolster their content. Absolutely. Smoking butter me up. Yeah, I was I was just talking to B about that, man. That's 
That's a great project, man, for real. I love seeing that. I love seeing y'all get into food photography. That's a whole nother lane right there. Whole nother lane. Food photography. Just shopping and skills, man, for real. Y'all, I see you, Glenn. I see you, brother. But we got to make it move and make it shake. You know, uh, shoots ain't stop out. For sure. You know, being respectful, mm-hmm. being neat. Mm-hmm. Hey, shout out to Nick. You got to know how to do it. You ain't never lie, man. It's it's so funny, yo. Speaking of neat, man, just a, a interesting note, bittersweet. A year today that I opened neat. A year today, yo. You know what I'm saying? Thank you, man. Yo, for real, man. Shout out to the barbershop. Shout out to everybody that ever came through the shop to show love, man. For real. I appreciate all of y'all, man. I mean, and it's been a, it's been a great year, even despite the last few months without, you know what I'm saying, having that. Man, we've been building. I see, like I said, y'all kicked up a notch during this pandemic, man. How did you, how were you able to do that, bro? It's, it's a lot of positioning, brother, like mm-hmm. being Shout out to former friends in New York on the line. You know, if it wasn't uh, for COVID, I'd be out in New York right now. They, um, it's a great organization that um, they do parties uh, during the summer every major uh, holiday weekend. Okay. And, uh, you know, we missing out on them. Um, shout out to the fans. Hopefully, this gets. Yeah, together. man. Come on, man. We are we missing out on rooftop flavors right you know what now, man? Ah, oh, it's killing us, man. Hey, 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 G. We ran it up outside, man. And one day we gonna do it again. We ran it up outside. <laughs> There's nothing to it, bro. There's nothing to it, man. It's, I'm, I'm telling you, family, I'm glad that I'm back in this bag, in my podcasting bag. I'm delivering the news. I'm delivering these stories to this to our community, to our demographic, and it's super important to me, man. The visuals that you guys are providing, the support that y'all are providing to small businesses is critical. It's vital, yo. These are the times when you're doing something that is needed, you got to do it even harder. So, here we are. You know what I'm saying? Yo, I love that shit. I love that. It's great to see y'all boys, man. Listen, I'm getting on these bikes. Next, Like I said, next week, I'm on the bike. I'm all around town. You see, I got my biking shirt on. You, I'm out here, man. I'm coming to see y'all, man. For real. Mask off. You know what I'm saying? Fuck it. Mask off. We, uh, we, uh, I haven't had a chance to pitch this, but yeah, we started um, an agency out here. You know, we got the office now and everything. Okay. Yo, look. Plug. This your time, man. Plug your things, man. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to get hired to shoot something. It's another thing to be in control of a brand and right. really help shape what a brand is going to do. Take you on a brand from one place to the next. You know, Absolutely. Black Broadway, we come in, we, we try Listen, elevated the brand. Elevated the brand. All the steps are documented. I, I swear, I was looking I was looking through the camera roll, fam. I was like, it's a very clear difference when GMB started getting involved. Look, it's like it was like at first it was me and the pictures were shitty. And then it was B, and then it was like, oh man, we getting up on notch. Then it was G, then it was like, oh man, the boy's out of there. I'm telling you, that's how y'all, that's how we did it, man. That's the goal, you know. That's how we did it. Absolutely. Serving the people on this uh, platform and giving them, 
you know, the content and the information that they need. Because the community needs to trust the source. It's important, man. Yo, I'm, I'm in here doing the education, man. I'm in here doing the education every day, bro. That's what it's about because I'm telling you, I, you know, I could get on here and just talk about Twitter trending topics and gossip and shoot the shit with my friends and da-da-da-da. But no, what we really, I got some information. There's a lot of information that needs to be distributed. And a lot of times, you know, the sources that we, we find ourselves in our homes and we just watching the same old shit all the time. We just watching yeah. CNN. We just watching yeah. Fox News. Whatever it is. And we just absorbing the same garbage, man. Yo, the creative output that you're producing, the creative output that I'm producing, and so many other people out here that I see y'all, and I'm going to highlight y'all as much as I can every day on this thing, man. Yo, I love it, man. Y'all, Hey, man, y'all boys keep it up, man. No, back in the lab with the gangsters, man. Peace to B. Peace to G. Born all conflict, certified official, man. Love y'all, man. For real, yo. Y'all take care, man. I see y'all sooner rather than later. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. My man. Yeah, yeah. Man, that's what I'm talking about, man. Like I said, man, it's the it's the Black Broadway podcast, the core report, man. We do the education. We doing the information out here. A couple of other things, man. Like I said, we're back to our headlines. I'm glad I can bring my people in. Shout out to Geronimo Nose checking in right now, yo. Send me that request. We got we got things to talk about. Jabron, my brother, man. Y'all rolled past your crib the other day. Because, you know, my folks still live in rigs, man. It's the hood. We out here, man. Hope y'all staying safe, staying healthy, staying positive, man. It's Let It Fly Fridays. We letting them fly right now. Geronimo Doe's, another premier podcaster in the Washington, D.C. area. Come on. We got to pull this thing together. We getting the click together. We getting the band back together on Black Broadway here. You know what I'm saying? Getting the band back together on the core report. Gee, what up? Where you at? Yo, yo, yo. In the house. In the house right now. Hey, in the house. Staying home. I like it. What up, though? How you feeling, Jeezy? I'm good, man. I'm glad to see you back at it, man. I'm back at it, man. You know, I, I do have genuine love for the game. You know what I mean? I really do got love for the podcasting game. And it's great that I got you here with me because you see me doing my headlines. You're a pro, a seasoned vet. So you can hop right on in here with me. You know what I'm saying? Geronimo Knows, ladies and gentlemen, of the Geronimo Knows All the Fly Kids podcast, Cool Calm Collected. Come on, any monikers that I'm missing, give them up. Give them up. Um, um, <laughs> what is it? Uh, specializing in moments of good taste. Hey, hey. Uh, uh, what else we got? That, that's really it, man. Mm-hmm. That's really it. I, all try of, keep it I try to keep it simple. All yeah. around flyness. Yeah, you know, you know, and it's actually, it's actually Okay. Right. I really want to emphasize how important it is to be connected out here. My man, Young, losing the house. Yes, we are connected. This the whole. This is the whole entire area. And not only that, we bring the country together. We bring in everybody that's of our demographic, of our culture, that's about what we about together on a common accord. Another thing that I've been talking about with this whole entire situation uh, with COVID is so crazy that we've been. You know, talking about the world and every all these countries that have been affected by COVID. But strangely, Africa tends to get eliminated from this conversation so much, G. And this was a conversation I really wanted to touch on today. I'm glad you pulled in on this. Yo, first of all, why do you think that is? And second of all, are you aware of the developments that are actually coming out of Africa to combat COVID virus, to combat the coronavirus that they're not even talking about? Have you heard anything about this? 
So I'm going to start with that one first. So All right. every few days or so, I check in on what's happening in Madagascar. Bam! Okay, you hip, you shot, you you in Madagascar with it. You know what time it is. All right. <laughs> Shout out to Michelle on here. Uh. It's funny because with that, most of the news reports about this organic um, wormwood root. I don't want to call it. I don't want to call it a juice. But right. It's, 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 it's a sub. I'll say it's a supplement. A supplement, what exactly. They, has been negative mm-hmm. any, especially from the, um, the media outlets outside of the continent mm-hmm. you know everybody's doubting it this that and the third I'm like they done pretty much supplied most of the whole continent with it thank you so I check every few days to make sure any new updates and I'm just waiting for the results to come in or what, what's, what that's about Listen. and I follow a number of uh, YouTubers um, okay. African YouTubers Okay, you on the African YouTube wave? That's dope. Okay, all right. It's, it's, it's a thing, man. It's okay, it's a thing. Between the diasporans that have gone back to the continent to the people who are native Africans who are, you know, talking good stuff, I follow them. Anyway, um, everybody's saying, look, we actually have very intelligent people here who are smart enough to create our own remedies and things like that. We still have fertile land. Absolutely. How much uh, African continent has been raped and pillaged over the the centuries. We still have fertile land. We still have a lot of great things coming from the land that we can use to heal ourselves. So why not? And then this one woman, I didn't go back to verify this, but I'm going to go with her on it. She talks about how um, some doctors in Madagascar were the Mm -hmm. ones who came up with um, one of the most effective HIV, AIDS Absolutely. Let's talk about it. Kimron. It was called Kimron. This is back in the day. I can recall all of this. And they, the FDA and all of the pharmaceutical powers that be were fighting against Kimron so heavily. And my thing is this. Like, if it can help, why fight against it? But guess what? Like I said, I like to be in here and do the education. So I'm reading this book currently called Medical Apartheid. And this book is it's called Medical Apartheid, The Dark History of Medical Experimentation on Black Americans from Colonial Times to the Present. It's full of research-backed antidotes, straight up and down. This is all research. This is all heavily annotated footnotes. It's, they're really, really on it. There's a story. There's precedence for Europeans ignoring the advice of Africans. And that shit goes way back. Once upon a time, in 1721, there was an enslaved African. His name was Onesimus. And he proposed a novel technique, you know, at the time that would save the people of Boston from a smallpox outbreak, from a smallpox epidemic that was going on at the time. You know what this medical technique was called? Or what it's now been known as? Inoculation. Vaccination. You know what I'm saying? He's a slave. He comes from Africa. Vaccination, inoculation is par for the course there. He comes to be owned by a guy named Cotton Mather. He was given to Cotton Mather as a gift by a Puritan congregation. And they described him as a rather intelligent fellow. That's what it says here. He's a pretty intelligent fellow. Here, he's yours. Think about that bullshit. But so Cotton Mather gets Onesimus. Onesimus is really smart. He tells them about this. 
Smallpox is going on. Cotton Mather is like, yo, you know, just as due course and the course of owning slaves, because they're your property, you ask them, have you, has he been inoculated? I mean, has he had smallpox or anything like that? Because, you know, if you do have it before, you are immune. But if you don't die, you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, a lot of people die. But he was, um, he was like, yeah, no, you know, I've gone, I've undergone a procedure in, in Africa, in my native country that gave me something of small spox and would forever preserve me from it. That's it. Those are his words. He was speaking of vaccination, of inoculation, just like flu shots. Bam. Right, right, right. When the epidemic came back to Boston in the summer of 1721, 20, Cotton Mather and all his preacher friends was like, yo, I got a slave. He's mad smart. Let's do this inoculation thing. He said, let's do it. You know what I'm saying? All the other ministers were like, hell no. We are not going to, but we are not, we are revolted at the thought that Africans have devised the panacea that they have long sought. Said, hell no. We're not fucking with the inoculations. You and your slave, you guys can get the fuck out of here. 8,000 Bostons, Bostonians became ill. 8,000 Bostonians became ill. 844 died because they wanted to be assholes. When the stats were finally done, one in every nine untreated Bostonians succumbed to this disease, whereas only one in every 48 people who got inoculated died. All because you don't want to listen to, to Africans. All right, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, we're on the same path again, and that's all I'm going to say about that. That's how that works out. You know what I'm saying? That's a very real thing. That's a very real story. Medical Apartheid by Harriet A. Washington. Yo, this is a really good book. I'm very sure my dad gave me this book at some point in time, and I'm glad that I'm getting around to reading it at my big age. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's important yeah, shit. Yeah. For real. So, you know what I'm saying? I, I, Go I wanted ahead. to say real quick about Africa and just really a lot of countries in the southern hemisphere of the world. Mm -hmm. So, I watch a lot of Joe Rogan podcasts, and so a repeat guest of his, uh, Dr. Rhonda Patrick, she is a, uh, a biomedical scientist, and she brought up vitamin D and how mm -hmm. you know in the southern hemisphere is much sunnier people are getting way more sun than those of us here in the US and Canada and whatnot. Mm -hmm. and she was talking about how you know having a, enough vitamin D has been linked to um, being less susceptible to certain illnesses very true like very and true so you know I thought about that and I was like well perhaps that's why cases in, say, like the Caribbean, or in, in countries in Africa and whatnot, or in, uh, South America and all these different places, they're not as high. Right. But I know, I know some of these countries are really, really small. I would tell you another factor that a lot of people haven't considered and why the cases aren't as high, too. Africa has a younger population than most yeah. of the world. It has almost the youngest population in the world. So, yeah. at the end of the day, those people, if, if this virus, if we are to believe what the experts say, that this virus is less of a threat to younger people, then it will all stand to reason that Africa as a continent will be less affected. You know what I'm saying? And they also have a lesser incident of chronic disease. Okay. Dr. Myers is on here. Hey, yo, Kidda, man, send a request, man. Get on in here, man. Dr. Myers... On the line, man, that's my guy right there. I need him in, in the chat, yo. You know what I'm saying? To come in 
and drop some knowledge, some some medical knowledge on folks. But yo, we talking about the actual research. You and I are, are cultural scholars. We're cultural critics. You know what I'm saying? We do this. So at the end of the day, when we've done this research and we've read all of these things, I'll tell you something else that's interesting about disease and understanding different cultures immunity, where we flipped it on them. Look, when Tucson Loverture, Tucson Loverture birthday was yesterday, by the way. Big up to Tucson, big up to Haiti. When Tucson Loverture took over Haiti, right, that all the Haitians were running Haiti. They were operating independently as their own little state. Napoleon becomes in charge of France then. And he's like, yo, fuck this, man. We can't. That, like, we got what, whatever, but we got to get Haiti back. This is, you know what I'm saying? It's too much. It was a major port, a major just jewel in the Caribbean island for commerce reasons, for territory reasons, for all of that. Napoleon says we mobbing up. Sends 60,000 troops to Haiti. Toussaint Louverture, of course, is in charge. He's the, he's the general. He's a military man. He's smart. The, hate, the, the armada comes. All these 60,000 troops get off the, on the beach or whatever, and they get off in the summertime. And what they don't know, but Tucson Lovature knows, is that yellow fever is rampant in Haiti. And it's going to affect these Europeans differently than it's going to affect us. We have exposure to it. We've just been exposed to it. We have, we have built up a tolerance and immunity. We're not going to die of this. He said Napoleon, of course, at that time, you know, war was like getting on these big battlefields and like some Game of Thrones shit. They wanted to do that. He was like, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to fight in these jungles over here in Haiti, straight guerrilla warfare. Yo, do you know over a third of the army died from yellow fever, and then they beat back the rest of them to the point where the general that Napoleon sent, he had to write back and was like, yo, I, we can't do anything. And that's, in a, in a strange way, a way of using biological warfare. You know what I'm saying? So you got to think, like, this is advantageous for someone, so we got to start looking at who, you know what I'm saying, and why, and why don't they want to do everything in their absolute power to end this, you know what I'm saying? Somebody is, is, is you know, gaining an advantage and a foothold from this, so, you know, you see what it is. Yeah, it's like, what's really happening beneath the distraction? Right. What's really, really going on? You know what I'm saying? That's why I said this whole show is about secondary stories. You know what I'm saying? It's about the stories that actually are bubbling underneath of the surface. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of that stuff, a lot of those things aren't really things that people want to talk about for whatever reason. You know, for, for whatever reason, people don't feel as though it's important to talk about so many things that are important. You know what I'm saying? So many, so many, okay. We, talk, we talked about Michigan the other day. Yes, excuse me, yesterday. We spoke about Michigan and about the flooding that's going on in Michigan currently and the fact that the Dow chemical plant is straight up and down contaminating the whole entire state of Michigan because that is the center of the breach of the flood. So all of this water that's then spreading into the waterways and the tributaries of Michigan is continuing to further contaminate this state, which is under attack from so many different angles. You know what I'm saying? From the voting rights situation with Trump to this whole entire bullshit with, you know what I'm saying, absentee ballots. It's, it's crazy, man. You got to really pay attention to what under what what's underneath just the hospitalizations. And like I like to say, the score. You know what I'm saying? I watch ESPN. All I see is the score. 
every day. It's like, damn, man, we almost got 95,000 a day. It's like, and that's uncomfortable. That's disconcerting because that's 95,000 real people. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know anybody personally who has succumbed to COVID, and my thoughts and prayers and condolences are out to anybody who has lost somebody due to this, you know, virus, or even has had somebody be sick and you had to be worried about them. You know what I mean? Like, that's the shit I'm scared about. Like, yo, are you ready to get back to it at the, in D.C. now? Are you ready to go back to work? You ready for Muriel to open it up? I got thoughts on that. Talk to me. Especially because, and I keep talking to this, talking about this. The, my, own, my main concern with the reopening of the city, should she come Tuesday, say, okay, we're doing it, we're hitting the switch, we're giving the green light. Many people in the surrounding jurisdictions whose jurisdictions haven't reopened, perhaps, right. are going to manage of that reopening in the city. Well, yeah, that's happening in Maryland. And, and, and there could be a spike in cases. Yeah. Just because of that, because I know PC County is not opening it, reopening anytime soon. Nah, they're not on that. Or Montgomery County, for that matter. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. if DC's open, oh, let me hop in the car, mm-hmm. go grab a drink or bite the eat from one of these places that, you know, has got the, the, the outdoor seat. Yeah, yeah, that's just, that's the, that's a mess, yo. It's never going to be the same. I feel like this. It's just not going to be the same for a long time. And what comes out of this, like the new uh, way of gathering or socializing for us, is going to be, it's going to be a lot of this. It's going to be a lot of this. And the other thing that it's going to be is going to be very uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's just not going to be comfortable. You know what I mean? And that's just something that people are going to have to kind of adjust to. Like, I saw some wild shit on Instagram the other day. Like, 2 Chains had an artist, and he had, like, a video premiere party or something like that. And they had it at a drive-thru, drive-in movie theater. And, like, everybody was at the drive-in with their cars. And, like, everybody, though, at one point in time, people was coming out their cars and, like, dancing next to their cars. And, like, the videos was on the screen on the wall or on the big screen or whatever. And I was like, I, I, I guess that's cool. I, it's it's considering <laughs> the times that we're in. Yeah, it's just, it, it's just weird. Like, I mean, the District of Columbia, D.C. has been built on this very weird, like, reput- reputation of nightlife, uh, a, a combination of nightlife, fine dining, and, and like, tourism. And... A place like this, even though the government is very, very much the the lifeblood of it, I'm not sure that it can survive. Like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm not sure that the um, the appeal of being here is so is is greater. You know what I'm saying? I just, I'm not sure. Like, does, does the appeal stay? I got thoughts on that, but that's for a whole other thing. I don't okay. want to take up. I take okay. Up. Well, look, G. You know you're welcome on here anytime. Anytime, boss. Anytime you come on here, click in. Go ahead. I got my notifications. So, you know, I got the reminder. I'm going to check back in on Monday. I did want to ask you, you know, what's your reopening plans for me? Wow. Yo, so <laughs> it's funny. Like I was just saying earlier, today is literally the day that I got the keys to Neat. One year ago. One year ago today, I got the keys to Neat. Thank you, thank you. Yo, my brother, I can't like, my brother Kenner was there with me. We was painting the walls. We went to Lowe's, we got paint, 
painting the walls, man. Like, it was a great day for me to be, you know, in business. It's a good feeling. And it's like, it's bittersweet because I don't feel like it's over, but I do, you know, feel like this this interruption has been very disruptive. You know what I mean? So, like, reopening, to me, to get back in that space comfortably, that's a lot of things have to happen. You know what I'm saying? A lot of things have to happen. But to get back to cutting hair, which is something that I want to do and that I, I love doing, you know what I'm saying, just as a service to people. Like, you know what I'm saying? They always say, like, if you could do anything in the world and you didn't have to worry about money, what would you do and shit like that? I would talk shit and cut hair. You know what I'm saying? And they say, like, yo, so that's what you're supposed to be doing. So I, you know, figure out a way to make money doing that. I, I got you. You know what I'm saying? So that's, like, been a way that I've looked at things over the years. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I'm looking at it like I want to get back in the shop. I want to get back to doing all of those things. But I think that I, I unfortunately, I'm not in the decision-making capacity, like, as much as I would like to be. I just, you know what I'm saying? Like, if it was up to me, I would just, I would, I would shoot some dice maybe and go in there. But I just don't even think that that's, really a responsible way about to go about doing it. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, it, it's a quandary. I, I really don't have an answer to that. Just long story short. <laughs> I don't have an answer, you know? All right, cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> I get on today because I got more thoughts. I know you got more thoughts. <laughs> Word, Jen, it's almost over. Look, I'm not Swiss Beast or Timberland. They not going to give me more than an hour, which is good because right. I like to keep the podcast at an hour anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like, I... <laughs> Oh, nah, yeah, we, you know, Joe Biden, that was the most that ain't it comment in the week. You know what I'm saying? That's it. That ain't it, bro. That's not it, Joe. <laughs> that's that's the long story short on that one, yo. G, love you, yo. Holler at me on the flip. All right, man. Peace. Yeah, yeah, baby. Like I said, it's the core report, man. Get on here. Get your thoughts off, man. Just connect. Connect with the community. Connect with the squad. Connect with the world, man. Yo, before I get out of here, I do have to, you know, I do have a couple of little small things and, and pettiness and celebrations to get on to real quick. I got to say, man, big up, first of all, big up to my man Kwame Kilpatrick, yo. They freed the dog, Kwame Kilpatrick. Look, if Paul Manafort could get freed up, if Michael Cohen could get freed up, if any of those clowns could get freed up, my man Kwame Kilpatrick freed up. Shout out, Kwame. Yo, what up, what up, what up? Kid in the house, man. Hey, is there a doctor in the house? Is there a doctor in the house? <laughs> What's happening, my guy? You know what I'm saying? Welcome home, Kwame Kilpatrick. That's right. Hey, G, my man Jabron know what time it is, man, for real. I'm glad Kwame got out, man. You know what I'm saying? People getting, you know, some a little semblance of justice. Yo, Kenna, fam, great to see you. Great that you made a little road trip. It's good to see you made a road trip. Came back, got safe, man. Looking healthy, looking wise, man. What's popping, fam? My God. It's, it's a great thing, man. Yo, man, so look, I got to ask you, man, quick quick medical quick medical question right now, man. What's everybody, what's everybody need to be doing? What are, like, the top two things that everybody needs to be doing from a, a holistic, not even just a holistic, but from a personal standpoint to keep themselves healthy, keep themselves as less vulnerable to COVID-19 as possible? What do we need yeah. to do? 
some of the basic things that, that people have sort of gotten away from um, and forgot about just due to reconditioning. But um, definitely eating whole, whole foods, man, you know what I'm saying? Making sure people are eating whole foods, um, staying away from processed things. In mm -hmm. fact, anything that has a commercial or a label or a box, you should probably stay away from. Okay, okay. You can, always, you can always put it together and make it yourself in actuality, and it's going to be a lot healthier. You can start to manage those ingredients and salt, sodium, and all those chemicals. Absolutely, yo. I've, I've almost cut salt completely out of my whole world in this during this quarantine time man like it's very serious to me i'm not ingesting no salt man because i understand that that makes you a lot more it makes your blood a lot more vulnerable to you know pathogens like what kind of things have you been i know you teach a class and what is your class center on kenna Right. Uh, we make sure they teach them how to use it, and then also uh, teach have, them about the chronic disease and how to eat well. Have you seen an uptick in like those people that you typically interacted with who had those issues being affected by COVID? Uh, oh, absolutely, man. man. Um, it's, it's disproportional. I mean, it's unfortunate um, because it, it, these are your patients, people. man. These. Right. Right. But then, more proportionally, we're also more prone to be in housing that is close together. Absolutely. We don't have the ability to social distance. We don't have the ability to social distance. A lot of us live in. A lot of us have houses that um, that are multi generational, where we have grandma and grandpa in the house, mm -hmm. and the kids are running around, and things like that. And then also just simple education, right? Right. Um, Right. I mean, you're a whole doctor. You're a whole physician. <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy, man. Um, and, 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 you know, the amount of cases. It's, it's funny. So even in places like Columbus, Ohio, it's interesting. So in, oh, that's your hometown? Yeah, that's my hometown. Big big, big, <laughs> I got big up Columbus. Very, uh, yeah, the county did something really uh, uh, ingenuitous. Like, right, that's even a word. Mm -hmm. But they, um, they declared uh, racism a health, a health disparity. Wow. Wow. Now, you know, funds can go to that county for things that are centered around racism because obviously race, you know, Fam, that's that's incredible. When did oh when did Ohio get like when when did Ohio who's the who's the congressman over there, man? Who moved that forward? Okay, yo, that's crazy. Yo, I gotta ask you this. Like, I know you said eat whole foods and all this, that, and the third, right? Yeah. What's your feeling? I know you eat meat. What's your feelings on meat, man? I know, I'm not saying I don't eat meat. Like, I bite every now and again. But what I'm saying is, like, what are your feelings on the consumption of meat? Because you talk about not being able to social distance. These processing plants and these places of COVID that are coming up in there. I'm worried, like, dog, can, can my wings have COVID on them potentially? Can, like, the disease 
transfer that way? Like, what are your feelings about that? Oh, so in, in that in that regard, um, no. So it, you know, it it takes no. So you can't okay. you can't eat uh, you can't eat a, a, a cow with COVID and catch COVID. You know, okay. Uh, by via ingestion, right? Right. Uh, virus doesn't travel that way. Okay. In that essence, for one, COVID for a, a so what's the big danger then in the meat packing process in the meat processing plants? The meat the danger is to the employees. It's not necessarily to the product. No, no, but okay. but but because the USDA does have some standards, they they have to, by law, um, kill or call uh, a certain percentage of those that do turn up positive. Hmm. So they have to. They and what do you what do you mean by that? Uh. So they they have to. So if if a if a cow turns up positive, with them they have to test the rest of the cows and they have to kill the ones. Just because of the danger of it, of the possibility. Wow. Well, I guess they had to do that when, like, that mad cow disease and that huffing mouth thing happened and all of that. That's nuts, man. Yo, look, Cheddar, you you got on late, man. I got a minute and 33 seconds left in the live, brother. Yo, listen, I'm I'm not doing the show on the weekends. I do the show Monday through Friday, yo. Next week, like I said, I need you to be like my Sanjay Gupta out here, man. I need you to be the guy who I come to for the medical updates and advice and all of that, man. We need to discuss the the processes, uh, the progress of these vaccines that they're developing and all of those type of things, man. We got we got things to chop it up about, fam. Let's do it. Let's do it, man. Yo, for real. So look, I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna do my final 55 seconds sign off, man. Yo, listen, man. This is love, man. It's Black Broadway. I love it, man. Yo, this is Black Broadway, the core report, baby. Listen, thank everybody for tuning in, calling in, rocking with us every day, man. It's just about engagement. I like linking with y'all, man. Rita, I see you in there. Yo, Sri, I see you in there. Everybody in here, man. I love it. Y'all keep coming in. We're going to keep doing this. We're going to keep giving you the headlines that matter, the stories that matter, the information that matters. You know what I mean? Hey, shout out to my wife and my baby girl in here, my live studio audience. And uh, yo, man, we out of here. It's Black Broadway, The Core Report. We'll see you next time. Peace. Have a great weekend.